The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Listeners, beware. Coming straight for the Mouse of Madness. This is Lowdown. With me as always is Happy Hunter. Sorry, I didn't mean to fuck with y'all. No, dude, but like that. Oh, oh, it's Lincoln it's Park. It's bad. I can dude. recognize the song. I've never been able to recognize the song. I had to look up at the ceiling because I just saw him go. I was trying to hold it in. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Shit. I apologize. He was gonna break everybody that quickly. Oh. Um. Yeah. So, what are we? What is up? Uh, stat, more stabby bitches. I don't know. Franchise what, bitches. Franchise. Taking Manhattan bitches. bitches. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. So, folks, tonight this is a little bit different, but we had to have Emily on for this because it is their most beloved franchise of all time. And very much, yes. <laughs> you you know the last episode you heard was God. It was it was literally a little over a year ago mm-hmm. on Scream and. The input is very much appreciated because you come from you come to the franchise with like a different perspective of being the uber fan of the franchise. So it's like how I would approach a Halloween panel, like, oh no, bitches, you forgot about this. You know, like I'll bring I'll bring this. Where you, know. you acknowledge the greatness of a good portion of the series and just quietly talk about the. But I will talk about idiotic part of some of the series. I will talk so, about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. If I do too many more episodes with you guys, I'm going to need a cool nickname, just like you guys do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work, work on that. On that. I'm going to work on that. Um, I think uh, this one is so... Uh, the thing about Scream that's so different than I think a lot of the other properties that we've talked about is just like how referential it is to like... It's meta as fuck. Is, it, but like so referential to itself at yeah. this point. So I mean, it's, it's meta to itself. Like, yeah. At this point, but like... It's not even meta to itself. I would say it's a reflection of horror at the time that's coming out because especially starting with four, Mm -hmm. really. Which was what was Craven's last. It was Craven's last and he saw the fucking writing on the wall with that shit. But that's what I'm saying is it's obviously the first one a reflection of, okay, we're acknowledged horror movies are in this world and people are talking about it. By the time you got to four, it went, okay, we're acknowledged the level of what horror's at at this time. Reboots of, yeah, and remakes. Exactly. And so, again, five did the same, a, a, another refreshing. Yeah, four of, was the remake, five was the, no, five, was four the reboot and five the remake? I, I'm, I, yes. I, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I was right, that one. Okay. So um, four, originally, they were going to have four kind of kick off a second trilogy, and that obviously didn't happen because four didn't do as well as I think they had hoped that it would do. And so now I feel like four is this just like weird outlier film. Oh, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it <laughs> so four much. can be just the apology for three. So we'll just go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. is true, though. All right. I know. So before, that's, before anybody's listened to that <laughs> franchise one knows how we treated three and how. I believe Emily defended three. three yeah. So yeah. It's my before, second favorite. Before before we get into uh and get bloody, apparently, <laughs> please like, comment, share, subscribe, everywhere you get your podcast. It it takes you a quick second, but it does so much for the madness boys. Just, you know, the more you like, share, comment, the more we get spread out, and we appreciate that. If you like the content we're bringing you, please share it to everyone else. Thank you so much. And now on to well, it's about to be a fun episode, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's going to be good. 
good. <laughs> I hope so. so. We will be. Yeah. I, so you said you said three is your second favorite. I feel like on the episode you said it was your favorite. Um, I don't think anything is ever going to surpass Stay, the original yeah. oh, okay, okay. for me. Um, but it's close. I like. Oh. I really love three. I'm sorry, y'all. I really love sorry. that movie. Don't be um, sorry, but also, ooh. And look, one of the Halloween Halloween three is 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 my second favorite of the don't series. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> I, I might have done that on purpose three. just to get under his skin. Fuck but, you in the face! See, I also agree with you. There's a three from a series that I also really enjoy, knowing that would get right under low down skin. But yes, so. I think the third one in almost every series is one of my favorites. I love Nightmare Three. Yeah, I love huh. Friday the Thirteenth Part. That's three. another good point. Uh, you Thank know, you. I love Halloween oh. Three, even with its flaws. My soul hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love all of the third it, installments. So you're comparing it to like. Well written horror movies, oh, and then there's Scream don't, Three. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. I should have done that, but also, God you damn were it. so much nicer about that movie on <laughs> when I did the uh, yeah. whole franchise. I've, episode I've had a chance. I've, I've had it well, because you've we, had we, a chance to sit with it. Yes, more. <laughs> Plus, I mean, uh, as we go into talking about Scream Six, that's I think the Scream thing Six too. Hurts <laughs> Scream Three a little bit more because it does. it does. Up to the, I mean. We had issues with Scream 5, but not on the level of Scream 3. But Scream 6, I think, is the direction I wish 5 had gone into. I can agree with that. And uh, I know, Emily, you and I talked for a length outside after the film, and we were just trying to... not We're not trying to. It was there. We were just definitely talking about what they kept the same and where they kind of steered a little bit different. But you have since seen it, so I'm, I'm curious to see if there's any differences in those opinions on that film. So I think the first time you watch any Scream movie, there's this, like, whodunit aspect of, 100%. like, trying to oh, yeah. figure 100%. out the mystery of who is Ghostface. And then the second time that you see that movie, then you have that information and you're kind of just able to watch the movie and watch how all of it unfolds. Um, I... I liked it so much uh, the second time around, too, because I took my 16-year-old daughter with me when I went to see it. And it was really cool, you know, kind of feeling the feelings that I had when I was like her age and watching the original um, three. and then, Totally get that. Yeah, And then having <laughs> yeah. her really vibe with the characters, the new characters, and really be excited about kind of what they're doing. It was cool. It was a cool experience for sure. Okay. Okay. So... Yeah, and and like, so I, I will say that's a great point. Who you watch it with can not necessarily make it a bad thing, but it can definitely just like we went and saw. We're definitely like two like horror. Like <laughs> we're watching this shit. Like what the fuck are they gonna do? And like, but seeing it from like an innocent point of view, that can I can I can see how that can also like give yeah, you a, an appreciation different. for it. Yeah, it was it's different. different. Yeah. Um, I will say obviously spoilers. We're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. It's been out long enough. It's been out for, okay, by the time okay. this releases, and, it's been like a month. And right? I will, I will say, as you're playing the episode titled "Scream 6, you should know I should probably watch this, or I don't care about spoilers. <laughs> One exactly. of the two choices. We, we've, we've gotten to a point where we're like, really? All right. Do we really yeah. need to do this? Hey, do this? I listened to Scream Six, and you told me about Scream Six. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Crazy, huh? All right. So I will say that uh, when we have the kind of first scene with Ethan, um, that he, you know, is really nice and hands Sam the napkins and. And Stephen was like, oh, that's nice. I was yeah. like, no, he's too nice. He's, he's definitely nice. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad that because that was, was right. The, it was like the whole time. It was like the walk back and everything. And he's just so fucking nice. And I'm like, 
But they, the one thing that the this the film did though is it played that to the very end where mm-hmm. there was no turn at all. Where I feel like sometimes he you, looked he looked scared in the subway. Like, oh yeah. my god, what are we gonna do? Like, exactly. he was convincingly terrified of like, oh my god, we're in the subway and there anybody can be good. So that helped. Like, yeah, that subway yeah. scene helped in convincing us. No, he couldn't do it. Look how terrified he is. I mean, yeah, yeah. but. The movie gives you the misdirection at the very beginning, which I loved with the, you know, you get the interaction with, uh, what's her name from Ready or Not, you know, the, the teacher. Weaving. Yeah, yeah. And she gets oh. killed in the alleyway. Oh, and oh. then you keep following. Can we all just have an appreciation for her? Following Ghostface. Fa- Jesus Christ. The killer. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Which Fucking obviously, gorgeous. like with the neon green dress with the little turtleneck and nod to Tatum. And oh. her little lime green turtleneck. Yeah, yep. I didn't even. I didn't know. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Just I didn't put, following I didn't put that together. the kill, ghost no. face, quote quote, killer, back to his apartment, and you go, yeah, we haven't had the title card yet. What is about to happen? And then he gets the call, and then opens that fridge. I I do appreciate that much more than part five, where they use modern technology to kind of fucking with you. But this yeah. one was like, we're gonna fuck. And then fucked around with somebody else that just fucked around with us. It was like mm-hmm. that double. Like, did you catch the uh, Jason Eight on the TV? You have to. Okay. Yeah, you I mean, got, you got to. Any <laughs> like, any legitimate like, horror fan goes I mean, Jason Eight. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. You guys did it. You did the thing. And I listened That's to cool. an interview with the directors, and they wanted to put it somewhere. They didn't know if it was going to be mm-hmm. a poster or a clip. And then they eventually were like, "Okay, we've got Wait, a we've got a TV here. Yeah, we can make like, that work. Throw right? it on there." Yeah, yeah, I think they got like a list of titles that they could actually use, and that was one of yeah. the titles that they had access. And there's to, some and shout out to other uh, like actual podcasts, like one of the characters' rooms has a you know the last podcast on you know like they have. And we hate movies too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, but but that 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 is part of Scream. It is always included. Whatever you said in the beginning, it's always included what is relevant at the time. Yeah, it's a mirror and of re- reflection of when the Scream trends. Five came out, even though it was a year ago. Like podcasts had t- taken a big upswing during COVID, where people were like, "Oh, I'm at home. Let me d- d- do the thing, right?" And but like the staying power is what shows in 2020 in this new film, right? In 2023, and they really ma- they put that in there, you know. And that and that's a big uh, that's a big part for how people get their media and, their, and instead of like waiting to watch a review, they can like be driving down the street and listen to something because there's podcasters doing it. You and know, was, and I think uh, it's really cool. What I think there was actual chases in this one. Lots of chases. I'm just oh saying. My gosh. But literally, Lots of chases. part five was like, yeah, I think the, we don't need the chase. And the dire- no. and, and the directors were like, oh shit, we forgot to put a chase in a fucking yeah. screen movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah. okay, we need a big metropolitan area so we can get a lot of fucking running. Okay, cool. Yeah. New York, we got it. Check. Six, yeah. all chase scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it I'm seems down like for the, the directors, chase because they- The directors kind of course corrected some of the stuff that- I know low down me kind of pointed out we had irritations with on mm-hmm. the last movie, except for one. Um, so yeah, and I, I don't need Ghost Dad. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> Didn't need Ghost Dad. I thought yeah. All right, we're not gonna have Ghost Dad in this one. But I argue, I I, I give it because we we talked about that in the theater because I don't I, obviously like our like fan showing was very like not a lot of people, so we were kind of able to like talk slightly through it and like. Emily and I, we were like, okay, at least it wasn't like full body. It mm-hmm. was just like his head. And I do, I did appreciate that it was just like, and it wasn't even like 100% his face. It was like 80% his face, right? Like they did a really good job because you can't make 
It's hard. I mean, dude, when you get older, your face gets wider, and I, I realize like, you know you you don't look like you did when you were. I realized why it irritated me in five, and still irritated me in six, and it wasn't the same thing. Five, I just thought it's unnecessary. They went it's full stupid. body, but the like, problem she's is, seeing images is Scream of... has been so close to just being non supernatural, all reality, and so to give us this part where we have to see a character's viewpoint of talking to their ghost dad takes it out of the realism that is, for the most part, what Scream is leaned into. Well, he's he's not a ghost. Like, I think we should say or, that. Or, he's yeah, a, no, like, a schizophrenic apparition, right. basically. Yeah. But it's still one of those like, things. Like, nobody else is seeing this. You could just like, hear his voice, a la Obi-Wan, agree. right? You could I say, do agree. use the knife. You're like, you know, you could <laughs> use the knife to stab him. say it like that. <laughs> but, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> you know, Dad, why is... do you have <laughs> Obi-Wan's voice? so <laughs> weird. <laughs> hey, you're telling me to commit a murder, but I'm just saying, I don't. I just don't think that visual is needed, and it's distracting. I mean, I think it's true to like actual schizophrenia where people that's, do absolutely see things that are not there. I mean, that's just clinically right. But give accurate. us give us something else. Give us yeah. something else then. So we see it's not just that she sees her dad, a la from the first screen movie, but like like her misinterpretation of like somebody else. Like she stabs somebody thinking they're ghost face by accident because of her schizophrenia. Maybe, now, Maybe to come. I do want to see this film a second time in theaters because this movie is worthy of the big screen. I will say, no one's. We haven't mentioned that this movie is worthy of a big screen viewing. It is. It is. It is. Yes. Um, but also, uh, I think what they were trying to do with that was obviously tied into a choice they made in five, which, and um, but also they le- leaned into they like put their toe in the water of potentially with that character. And they went even harder towards the end where she's holding the mask. And yeah. I think that's mainly why that was in there, to tease the audience to like, is she going to... Because they brought it in because she was even more troubled in five. Right? Right? And, you yeah. know, and like, I think that that was there to like continue that part where she's still struggling with like, my fucking father, like, you know, and she has urges, like, when she, when it comes down to it, she will oh, murder a motherfucker, dude, both, like, both she, movies, will, I will, she will fucking murder the movies, shit out will, of you, dude. I will say that, is, if you fuck up and give her the advantage, she and will a knife, fuck you up, dude. You're not we'll getting you sort up. of stabbed, you're getting stabbed. at least 50 times stabbed <laughs> throughout <laughs> face, chest, arms, like, she's relentless with that, like, oh, that's yeah. when you fucked up, is if she's above you with a knife, Night, night. You're you're fucking. And bad. I think that was part of it, where she has the viciousness of Billy, but she has the uh, the the mental uh, health and awareness, and has dealt with trauma that Billy couldn't deal with with losing his mother. And I think that ended up being the ultimate story. I could be wrong on that, Emily. What do you think about that? I I mean, yeah, I think that they are definitely setting us up for a potential heel turn for lack of a better <laughs> speaking of wrestling like, we're talking about wrestling, we yeah. talking about wrestling like, earlier but I mean basically that's, me. <laughs> that's what they I feel like they're kind of setting it up for that potentially yeah. like she could kill um, her sister I don't know Whoa. I don't know I kind of I kind of think maybe but I also was like I would kind of love it if both of the sisters had like their own so where they played they played quote quote victims but are just kind of diverting everybody in the process I mean yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways they could go with this, including one of the Easter eggs that I do like mm-hmm. I have to talk about that I don't feel like anybody has really called out is when they went to the theater on the sign in the theater, the like marquee, it says Jennifer Jolie 
retrospective. And I was like, oh, my God, what if they bring back Parker Posey from Scream 3? Oh, wow. She is in this world. Holy shit. Oh, so wow. I was like, oh, my gosh. And them just putting that little thing out there, just like they did with Kirby mm-hmm. in 5. And then they brought Kirby back. I'm like, what if she didn't die in Scream 3? Oh, and oh, wow. my gosh, the way I want her to come back. Like, she's one I would be cool with coming now, back. bringing that up. How did you feel as such a huge Scream uh, franchise fan of Kirby coming back? Um, So I actually fully expected Kirby to be one of the killers. Like, I really thought that's how they were going to I was going to say, it. they kind of they kind of moved into that I motion. Mean, yeah. And when they're like, um, they don't have a, they didn't send any fill agents to check that out. That yeah. really helped with kind of setting yeah, that they, diversion. They, yeah, they she, definitely set that up for her. She had a really beautiful moment, um, like when they were walking through the shrine, I guess we'll call yeah. it, um, where she gets to Jill's shirt and kind of like touches Jill's shirt in this weird, like kind of touching way. And I think it kind of reminds us that these people were friends. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I really, all of it, really through... liked that touch. Like, yeah, because you do kind of forget about that. That like yeah. through everything, I mean, your friend tried to kill you, but like up till then, like, you know, maybe middle school through high school. I mean, like, imagine your friends and then one day, A, you almost die and you find out the person that tried to kill you was that friend that you went to the movies and roller skating with and all yeah. this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's kind of crazy. Which... brings it up too when she talks about, I'm not going to let what happened to me for three days. And I think that that's something I never thought about before she said that. Um, was that these are these really tiny moments in these characters' lives. Like, they have a huge impact, obviously, but we're talking about a couple of days every few years that something happens. Yeah, and that is an ama- that was an amazing line. I remember, because that's what she's talking to uh, her sister, and mm-hmm. she's like, you fucking stop. Like, you've got to let me live. Like, I'm not going to stay there with you. And that was the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's, uh, yeah. That was a very good line out of that. But it, that that actually is a callback to the first one because all those kids grew up together mm-hmm. in Scream 1. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. ends up being you two. Yeah. Fuck. Well, like, you I know? mean, come on. Literally, they attempt to kill the girlfriends. I mean, like, yeah. they really. But they don't grew give up with the. Like, they all knew each other's shit. They all knew each other's trauma. They all knew each other's story. Yeah, and it it it, very, it fits very well into like a callback to like the fact that the franchise can actually call back to the first film is really awesome. Well, this film is so referential to the second film, actually. So while well, with five, sequels, yeah, with sequels, yeah, while yeah. five takes a lot from the original, I mean, this one you have a killer who is related or a parent to the previous killer. Yep, you have. Um, that it takes place in a college, that the final scene takes place in a theater, mm-hmm. um, that they have the drawn out tense scene when they're in transit to someplace. So in this the, one, the trust of the boyfriend, mm-hmm. because you have mistrust of the boyfriend. Yeah, because exactly, he's a yeah. cro- the cross street boyfriend, you know, like, like you can't be here anymore because like you. Can I like how he, had, can anyone else admire how he had basically like unga bunga lines the entire oh, yeah, film? Yeah. <laughs> like, <he did laughs> but you also at this point. <laughs> This is what I mean, he I did. mean, he did. But this so what's great about Derek the series <laughs> is that you don't know if he's playing Josh, the part. Was Josh Hart? Who, who was that? Who was the boyfriend? No, of that? it was Jerry O'Connell. Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah. 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 I mean, even even down to like, um, you have the same line for when they're wheeling Chad out that they from when they wheeled <laughs> yeah. Dewey out. You have oh. a party scene that's at the frat 
like slash sorority parties and they're the same frats and sororities so the okb was Derek's frat yeah. from two no shit uh, that yeah. omega beta zeta yeah. which okay. they ask yeah. her if she's gonna rush that's yeah. cc's sorority from the yeah. second one um even the you didn't see it coming did you kind of yeah. line that quinn gives that's the same as what mickey gives in the second one there's so many callbacks to two one from this one constant callback that has been through a not so much in three because you know three didn't know what it was doing, but like the other ones. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slide that open slowly oh. and turn. We talk about like there's always a scene where there's the the setup for like the front foyer area and a staircase. Because mm -hmm. they want them to run up the stairs. Yeah, but like the the side that it's on, even the side like if you remember the first screen when she shoots Billy, it's a it, he falls against the staircase first mm -hmm. to the left of the door where she's pointing into the house, and like every like that 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 was in four, that was in five, that was in this one. Like, well, I mean, it's the same house in five, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair. But even this, when like the dude goes to the door, and like obviously the death doesn't go that way. Because I don't want to spoil some of the kills. Because this had this was this movie there's had the kills, most though. brutal fucking kills out yeah. of any screen movie. Like there's no, I, I don't think there's any argument. There's there. one stab through the nose, stab oh, through yeah. the mouth, stab yeah. through the eye. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Which way? There was, so, that's right. There was a stab through the you, eye. Fuck you, Hunter. Hunter didn't <laughs> yes, have any broken sorry, bones. What? I got stabbed through the eyes. I like, know. I mean, yeah. I did sort of get broken bones, but they're close above them. I mean, yeah. You don't fall from the fucking you know ladder hoisted without fucking dying. What was and my broken bones? What was my like? So like during that high tension scene crossing the ladder, I I was we were actually on two different pages because I was like oh. Because my thing was, because he had already cut her up the stomach. Oh, we were all yeah. yeah. We talked I about that. I thought that he was going to shake the ladder enough to her guts fell out, or and that was a wasted potential. When <laughs> she first got on the ladder from the windowsill, I thought he was going to get there in time. Yeah, go, go into you her went stomach, one step further. You went yeah, one grab, step further. Grab the, her intestines. Push her off, and then just hold them, and then she goes down See, like a bad. Scream's bungee. never gone that far. I know. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Never but some of the far. kills they had in this, they haven't done either. True, I true. agree. I think these were really different feeling kills than a lot of the ones that we've had before because we're used to just knife stabs. And I think now, too, with Chad's living at the end of this one, I think we've gotten into the realm of anybody can survive. How, how many <laughs> knife stabs? Both the twin, I mean, well, no, both twins we... should be dead. Hold on. Technically, what are we at with the speaking. stab count? From Dewey to the tw for the twins, because Dewey, Dewey by what part five had been stabbed a lot. I don't what, know the exact amount. Twenty plus. I should know the exact twenty. Amount. Probably twenty plus times. Can we just say that? Sure. Yeah. Twenty plus times. So especially after two. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Dewey got fucked up. And that's what I'm saying. Oh. And that's what I'm saying. Oh. No wheelchair. No like I have no use of my right hand because you know nothing. He he gets stabbed and can walk around. And he's fine. So the twins. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. He had that like limp into, and then that <laughs> he just got away. dropped completely. Yeah, like, when, when he had to run, it was like, oh wait, what, what, huh? It was like <laughs> usual suspects, but they forgot two. to remind him. <laughs> they forgot to remind him. Yeah, they're like, you know, you're actually, you know, yeah. survived getting stabbed multiple you times. Had nerve damage. You yeah, you had nerve said damage. You had nerve damage. <laughs> I will say you can't that, reboot um, the nerve damage. Going with like some <laughs> of the the killers or the killer or the the specific killer that set up the. Uh, museum in the theater act, did a good job of like when when it hit Dewey, I was just like, oh man, oh buddy, like that was yeah. Like I I, vis I made I made a sound in the in the theater. I was like, oh, oh fucking Dewey. 
So the shrine, like for like the franchise fan, I think was just so like it was almost like too overstimulating because there was just so much stuff in that shrine. I can see that. But I also said, too, I was like, well, it's got to be one of the cops. I assumed it was going to be Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, there is no they they can't have any evidence left in these cases. Yeah. With this. Yeah. Like the evidence locker is empty, empty yeah. for these cases. Like, oh, with all DNA this sample stuff. of another Remember killer. We, we both just like we're like grunting at the screen like when the phone came on. We're like, oh, that's from the fucking fax three. Machine. The yeah. fax machine. Jennifer yeah. Jolie's fax machine, machine, and then <laughs> and then his lighter, Tom's lighter, right next to it. I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like yeah. those survived. Right. Yeah. When the whole house got annihilated with an explosion. <laughs> the fuck out of here. It made me laugh. The other one that made me. laugh laugh too was um they had all of gail's books and one of the books is called clock of doom Mm -hmm. which is kind of a callback to them saying that stab five had time travel in it that's right right. that was four right so hard yeah yeah yeah. because four had all those the the in in the meta meta fucking intro yeah 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 and there wasn't as much mention about stab in this one as there have been in the past Almost well, as... though, except the beginning where he's like, we got to finish the movie. Exactly. The beginning was like in d- direct connection to Scream 5. But that's, and then after that's that, about it. Kinda... I mean, all the other yeah. ones, I mean, especially f- I'd say probably four and five, there's kind of constant mm-hmm. bringing up, I mean, as um, honestly, the motivations for the killings. Yeah. The so that, that makes you wonder, like, is Scream 7 going to reference the new, was it, was it Stab 9 now or whatever in the oh franchise? Oh my God, I hope so. Or the I sta- want them to go back to Hollywood so bad. <laughs> or, or the Stab MTV TV series that came out. Are they ever going to have some kind of thing like that? Because Oh, cause there is a Scream TV series that that's came out. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. Oh, that's a good I call. That's a good call. You have to hear them bring up. Remember that shitty MTV series that Stab had? Like, yeah. Oh, didn't bring that'd that be up. great. That'd be great. I mean, they might. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't really, so far. That would make it very referential, right? Yeah. Because we've had a we've had the scream thing, and we've also had Teen Wolf and some other. I think at, rec- at this point they're not recognizing that as part of the like cinematic scream universe. Well, I, but, but they don't even it, have it to because be. it's well, they don't even have to because it's stab. So they could just acknowledge it without acknowledging it, you know. So yeah, yeah. I think um, they did. I did listen to, I think, probably the same interview that you listened to, and they were talking a little bit about ghost face magic in that. Yep, yep. Um, and they did kind of say, you know, like, we're kind of just leaning into anything is possible, you know, that Quinn could have been the one who threw Gail's boyfriend through the glass. <laughs> or that, uh, you know, or no. or that Chad could have survived. Because that, that was the thing that, that bothered me with no, five was... No. Was no. the way it was lined up. You knew no. that it had to be the teenage girl that killed Dewey lifting him up with all of her. We brought that girl. up on the episode, yeah. and they had the same thing here, where it's like because based off of the the way yeah. the kill the way Detective the killers Bailey's revealed themselves, in the park yeah. And Ethan is with them, yeah. So it could only be Quinn. And it's yeah. like there's no way, there's no way. I'm she sorry. took down that hulking man That's and threw him through that <laughs> glass. No way. Case. But sorry. we don't know. He could have. She could have stabbed him in the dick or something like that. Also, I mean. she took that hit from the uh, cast iron pan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just there, got again, right back up. There's no way. 
but I, I think at this ghost point, face magic. Yeah, that's the thing. when you I have think the directors are like, when look, you have it on. look, we're trying to do misdirection, and if you pick up on certain people, then after a while, it becomes almost too obvious. So I think that also kind of works with it. Is that it does? But for rewatch value, you're like, eh. you know what? That's though? Your, eh. I just thought about this because like the ghost face magic works until you're kind of like revealed and revealed to the audience. That is, yeah, yeah. and so. Jason, who reveals himself at the very beginning, is killed very quickly. And then, you know, Quinn, Ethan, all of them survive kind of intense chase scenes with yes. with these people. And um, it's not until that they take the masks off at the end that they're fully killable. Well, OK, um, so we got to talk about one thing that was a big problem. And I, I, I kind of left it alone after viewing it because it was like the most ridiculous scene in the movie. But why would you charge somebody with oh, a gun? Oh, man. Yes. Like the dad at the end, he's like charging them like with a gun. I'm like, it's no. It's so funny. You, stand- you, brought, you brought the same thing up to I, because me. Because it's I didn't the part even that you get oh. to the end, right? You get to the big reveal. You get, and then you get our main chick. Uh, what's her name? And she's got a knife. Melissa Barrera. And Sam. she sees the the dad. And he's they both unloaded. Scream each other. He's unloaded. He has no more bullets. She screams and runs at him with a knife. He screams and runs at her with the gun, gun. as yeah. in a motion to stab her with the gun. I couldn't figure it out. That that part, I, oh. like, if you're like, oh, he's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, we know he's a crazy. Gun we know he's as crazy. A knife. I, I don't mean, know. also, he just saw his last two children get brutally murdered in front That's of him. That's true. So. It was just weird the way he put the gun, like the way she had the knife and they mm-hmm. running towards, like, I'm going to hit you. Really hard with this gun. Oh, She's when got they, a fucking when they knife. collide, it was like a hug, and the guns on the outside. I'm like, wait, with the gun, of the, the thing, and uh, d- d- yeah. But yeah, no, that yeah. that that part was uh, yeah, that was a bit ridiculous. <laughs> was pretty fucking silly. Bit much. Plus, he's kept it cool, and I guess you know you had to do that. But he went way the fuck bonkers by dude, the reveal. I told you, Timothy Oliphant, dude. It was the worst part of two. Was the Timothy Oliphant character? That was the worst part of two. What's what was the worst part? That musical number that they put in the middle of it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'll right take that now? over Timothy Oliphant going like just complete no. ape shit at the end. No. Where he's like, I just responded to an ad, be a killer. Like, really? The fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. They also put uh, Maverick as one of the costumes just to like give a little extra nod to <laughs> that did. scene. <laughs> I was like, and they had um, Date Rape Frankie as uh, Joel from Risky Business. That's right. Yeah. I didn't catch that Halloween part. No. Oh my gosh. There's they See, I, they I made was... more than two hundred costumes. Yep. And they got movie. lucky because um I mean that subway scene. Like I said, the subway fucking... scene that was that was like that's my bread I, and butter. Like that was so much fun because you, as a horror fan, you're watching that and you're going, "There's that. There's that." You got your typical, you know, Freddy and Pinhead, mm-hmm. but then there's other ones you're like. Oh shit! It's the fucking twins from Shining. Oh shit! It's like, and so that was the fun. big one for me. We and I was talking about this, and like, I mean, you and I talked about this afterwards. Was I've that was the first and only time I've ever seen a Babadook cosplay. Yeah, and that was, and that was the Babadook. They're, like the way they and did that the one ghost was probably fa- easier for face. them to get away with, but the, they just they threw out everything, and they the studio said put it in, and yeah, well, it should be. I okay. wonder. I gotta look back and see like who no because the Shining was. Warner Brothers, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't New Line Cinema, so yeah, no, it's it's uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, okay. So but that just legal cleared it. Yeah, yeah legal that cleared they're it. They're yeah. just costumes. So yeah. nice. And but that whole scene with all the costumes you play that and the way it was shot with the lights going out 
And obviously, there's multiple so ghost faces in there. So good. Yeah, it, mm. it was so well shot. Who's going to get got? Yep. <laughs> and I, that brings me to a question. So uh, we talked about this after the episode. We said the second viewing, we need. I, I wanted to watch the second time to look for this. Did you do that during the viewing where you looked for the differences in the masks depending on the killer? Because as they revealed themselves, they all had different worn, like they wore different masks from the original. Mm-hmm. So they were all worn and cracked differently. Um, so I did try, and I'm going to stress try. <laughs> um, I did try to look for that. Um, I don't think that the differences were um, noticeable enough. I mean, I do quick have shots and stuff. Yeah, I do have a kind of theory, I guess, on which person I think did which kills. I mean, some of that is pretty evident based on, like we said before, you know, who was available to even do those kills. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Detective Bailey was probably most of the early kills in the movie. And then I think we had obviously Ethan for the latter scene kills. Mm -hmm. Um, But I and then Quinn was the later ones, the attempt on um Mindy, as well as uh, the attempt on Gale. And is that the only reason Gale was in the movie? I feel like, like you know, like if you look back on the film, it's like, why was she really in the movie? Why? I wanted Gale to have her final curtain in this one. But they still didn't kill her. They did not. Um, and I, I remember in the middle of the movie, before this scene, I was like, what if it's Gale? I, I looked over to Steven and I was like, oh my God, what if it's Gale? What if she just that's, snapped after But that's doing... what's kind of fun is that, yeah, you start thinking, what if it's Kirby? What if it's Gale? I love that the movie in no time shows his cards to yeah. that. Like, you're like, yeah. yeah, Gale could be. I mean, you she's been through some fucked up killer. shit. Yeah. yeah. But she, I was like, she, she would have. I think this was the film, especially with, you know, outside of, let's go outside of the actual movies and like just how the directing, writing, you know, studio team treated, you know, Nev Campbell as far as and how they treated treated Sydney, where she's just like a name that gets brought up. I mean, that's real talk up on the franchise. That's, that's something the franchise that was fucked Nev up. Campbell's negotiating and I mean that you know, I feel bad for the directors having to go, okay, so we're officially making a they, movie wait, without like Sydney. Her, it was her issue because they didn't want to pay her. Right, but that's I, I I don't think you put that completely on the directors because they don't. No, have, it's not on the they directors. They don't have to say that was the it's studio. On the studio. It's that's a, on the studio, the studio, and that's on Nev Campbell going. All right, but the directors I want had to work around much. that, so then they had to do some like. So I think it makes sense to bring like in... mention and like it just. They I think kept they doing it, and, it classy. Yeah, I was gonna honestly. say as much as they could. They didn't yeah. like they didn't talk down you on the character, Gale, but you bring in Gail so you have a connection still with the original series. Yeah, you obviously. You know, you have no idea how this movie's going to do. Five did pretty well, but they just came to terms with the studio didn't want to pay Nev Campbell what she asked for. And so, well, I mean, what she, I mean, I mean, I'm saying, I'm sure she wasn't asking anything she didn't deserve. I'm just saying. No, and and she said that she couldn't walk on set knowing that she wasn't being compensated fairly for what she brought to that set. Um, but this movie did incredibly well. Oh yeah, I, yeah. It, it has the highest opening numbers of any screen movie 100%. to date, 100%. Um, and it did way better than Five did. So you know, I am very interested to see. I assume, um, based on the interview that I heard with Radio Silence, they said that their writing team is already kind of putting up some framework for Seven. Yep. Um, there is nothing 
as of today yeah, when we're recording. We're not going to get it a year down the road well, they, like they we did with been, five and yeah, six. Yeah, they have right? been approached get... about, okay, now let's roll this out immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But with the success of the opening weekend of six, we're going to have a seven. Which, well, it's still oh success. It's still, it's still with still right. What I'm saying, it. the opening weekend, like yeah. those that opening weekend numbers, that's kind of the key. Yeah. So. And with them uh, saving Gail and putting that little Jennifer oh, Jolie oh, <laughs> Easter man. egg that in was, there. That was my oh go-to my with that was like, yeah, okay. I hope so. <laughs> Nev Campbell's gone. The only original, original cast member, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They should have just sent her off. Sent but, her off. But that like, also, you know I mean? like, also sets you up man, by like, having her in here as a suspect because, I mean, we've learned since that first movie, Gail will do whatever she needs to to get her name back on like the high, like you know, a, either a book deal or just the uh, media attention. Oh yeah, that was the callback because that. And when you get kind of desperate, that, yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and again, what if Dewey was that kind of stopping her from grounding her? Yeah, grounding her, mm-hmm. and then now that he's gone, she just she'll do whatever she can. That was the theory. So we, are we getting Gail from part the, one? That was now, the theory from know? the first like, movie, and I know you. I know you've read these theories where oh, Gail, gosh. yeah, pretty much kind of pushed. And set in motion, uh, Billy and Stu. They 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 did the same like fan theory for Dewey as well. Yeah. Um, I never really got into those, and I will say that I think the other fan theory that's been out there for a long time is the Stu is still alive theory. Uh, <laughs> I don't. You want add, it. you you, you did bring that up. But you did bring that up at one point. You're like, oh, it's it, maybe it is fucking. Does he Stu. have the strongest head in the world? I mean, I know he's got <laughs> giant long fingers. But unless it's giant long fingers, no. stop the TV. You know what? There was a Stu cameo. There was a TV that crushed his fucking skull. In the exactly. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah, a, seems to be got, a Stu cameo right? in everyone. That's of what we movies. got. Exactly. That's what we got. Like, they, like, leave it alone, people. Yeah. That that one seems ridiculous. I'm sure that's. I'm sure as nice as he is. Like, and I've heard he's this amazing sweetheart at cons. I'm sure even he is tired. Matthew Lillard is probably tired of answering that question. I mean, he said know? that he would come back. Like he has said that. Um, I I know we talked about it before, but the original plot of three was supposed to be him surviving that, and mm-hmm. supposed to be him kind of starting this like cult of Ghostface. Um, and then you know I think that has gotten more traction. Obviously, they played with it a little bit in this one when uh, Mindy and Kirby are talking, and Mindy says, you know, yeah, if you believe he's really dead. So I think that they did play with that and play with the fans who think that um, if that's what we end up getting in seven, which I think, you know, is at least a possibility. I'm going to be kind of bummed out. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, cause that I was, don't want uh, it. I don't now, want to hear this we for did, the next three years either. Right. We like, did just, point out right. <laughs> several characters that have survived multiple stab wounds. Mm-hmm. So for us to go, well. There's no way he could survive that. And again, we referenced Dewey, who again stabbed twenty plus times. So I mean, outside of bring TV back, on who the they face. didn't bring back. I just Stab don't understand how nobody would have brought it up, like that he wasn't really dead. Like, if a body disappears, I mean, it's 1996. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll but... reference this real quick. And they made a three from hell. And if you watch the end of Devil's Rejects, those motherfuckers <laughs> are lit up with like 500 bullets. More How than that. How would you ever More get... than that. Those bullets didn't hit any major organs and three fucking people, and they all survived. So Very lucky. I know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want to make it happen, you can uh, make it happen. Because the end of Devil's movie. Rejects says all three of those motherfuckers are riddled to bullets. Fuck that and, movie. De- and Three from Hell says, yeah, but they didn't really hit anything important. 
Yeah. You like that, well, what? that movie? So movie was terrible. You can survive a TV in there. Yeah. So all right, we could literally there's there's more to because it's, it's a screen franchise. There's so much more to. Uh huh. I see you over there. I yeah. just yeah. I just yeah. want to talk yeah. about there. Are two, Give her that moment. There are two Wes Craven Easter eggs in this movie that I think are so great. Um, one is the license that they have for Sam that shows up, mm. um, is actually Wes Craven's address is what is listed on her license. Oh. Um, and the other one is, um, Abe Snake Bodega, which they run into. Abe Snake was his pseudonym when he did, uh, porno movies. So yeah, well, uh, I heard about that one. That's I just, awesome. I love those like real deep cut yeah. Wes Craven yeah. Easter eggs that were in there. I thought those were just like brilliantly like sprinkled in. Um, so I, there were so many, I mean, everything from even like the first kill Laura, um, Laura is Sid's fake name that she uses for the crisis line in three. So I mean, they, yeah, there's no. just yeah. When she so answers the phone, much. she's like, "Hey, you know, this mm -hmm. is low." Oh my fucking See, god! There's small I, things that oh, that oh, low down oh, me will oh. pick up. Then there's oh. the scream ultra fan <laughs> Emily. No, but that like, is so awesome. No, but like, gotta give me props because I would just never like, pick that up. It, it's like, duh, yes, like, yeah. As much as I just don't, I don't really <laughs> like three. I do remember that whole scene where she answers the crisis line and says, "My name, I am Laura." Like, holy fuck. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's awesome. There, there's a lot in here, like even down to like uh, when she gets the call from the date that's supposed to be showing up. That's Samara Weaving's actual husband and dog. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, just like little fun stuff like that. That's like just sprinkled throughout this film, and yeah, I love the voice that don't, about the voice these. Don't, the voices don't sound the same. Speaking of voices, I know we're we're getting close to the tail end of this, but yes, can we just say thank you because just as you have to have. Uh, Brad Dorf and Chucky. Voice of Chucky. Oh, you gotta have uh, yeah back as Roger Jackson. Roger His Jackson. voice yeah. now is essential. Yes, yeah. and I don't want to have a screen movie without that voice. Yeah. And in the subway sequence, they have a Mojo Jojo, uh, which he also voices Mojo Jojo uh, from Powerpuff Girls. Yep. and they have a costume of Mojo Jojo. But he's oh, at that subway. level of that. importance that <laughs> I didn't know that. He'd, I don't yeah. want to hear. I don't. I want him. His voice in these movies. He needs. He, he has to. Exactly. He has to. So, because you can always tell when the killer, like the killer, ever reveals, whenever the killer reveals himself, uh, themselves, and they use the voice ch changing thing, it's like, oh, that doesn't sound the same. Yep. Because you're not Roger Jackson. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. apparently, such a nice guy. So yeah, he's sweet. been in a bunch of comms we've been to. I know. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna. I got. I gotta get. See, I don't want to get a scream a particular movie poster signed. I I want to find a good like scream just poster to kind of like encompass, and then I can just get anybody from any movie to sign it. I'd rather. I still do like that. that retro one that they that had the mini ones from last year. The mini ones we got at the uh, fan thing were really sweet. Oh, yeah. they're really cool. I have it in the car still. I'll show you after yeah. we. Get yeah, it. yeah really cool. check that out. Um, actually, there is one though from uh, this movie that they did, which was the subway line. I don't know if you saw it. The subway lines that make up the ghost face, and I they did. have all I the did. different names of all the pe all the different characters. Oh, in the that movies. I have so not. So that would that be yeah, a yeah, great. Uh, no, that that is rad. If that if that if there's like a print like a viable high quality like. There poster version is. of that, I've then I would, I'd buy that all day and get, I would get that signed. Yes, that would be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, again, there's still so much to talk about, as there always is with this franchise. Uh, this, this is what Wes gave us. He gave us the start of this amazing thing. All in all, we, I think everyone here can agree, we, the franchise is amazing. Yeah, it's a great fucking franchise. But uh, if it's not obvious, before you hear everyone's final verdict on the film, 
Take a listen to what's going to happen in the GUI universe. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Atandi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-Movie Abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. Alright, so it it became my third favorite screen movie. It is also That's my third favorite screen movie. That's cool. It shot right mm. up my list. It goes right behind three. <laughs> yeah, I believe you know what? I was about to say it's probably my third. My rankings are still a bit different and three is not I feel in like, a like area. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bet here. Uh not even bet. I'm gonna make a call here. Uh is it one, two, three? I mean one, two, six? Yeah. Yeah, one two six. That's uh, one two six. Top three. So two is actually my least favorite of the franchise, oh and it. That, I know she had said that before. And I it, know it still hurts, and it continues to be. Uh, but I will say, I think this movie takes away everything that I didn't like about two. <laughs> I think the pacing is so much better. I, it didn't have any really terrible theater scenes. It didn't have any really terrible uh, musical numbers in it. It was everything that I loved about two, and nothing that I hated about two. Oh, Jada dying was pretty rad, and so and, was and that was. That and can was I throw good. a yeah. thank you to advertising a movie taking place in New York and actually and filming actually it fucking taking in place York. in New York and actually involving oh, shit no. from New York besides? A walking down Times Square, kicking a boombox scene. 
yeah. an actual involving yeah. itself. I know it didn't take actually film New York. No, it but was in Montreal. In Montreal. No, I know that. But <laughs> I am saying we didn't spend an hour and a half you know how much on a fucking, cost to film boat, a fucking and then movie in yeah, New York. Space shows up for like ten minutes in front of Times Square. Okay? You know how much it would cost to actually film a movie in New York because I want to text the fuck out of you. Yeah, usually mm-hmm. Vancouver is the go to. Fuck that. New York is a state. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. they text they will text the shit out of you. Instead of like welcoming that to their no they're like no we're I'm gonna charge glad, you a fuckload to I'm film a movie I'm just glad the directors didn't even fuck with horror fans and start Scream this uh, Scream 6 on a boat and all of us go oh no 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 <laughs> not again what are you that doing that would have been fun and that would have been that fun actually, yeah, that would have been fun yeah. they're yeah. like alright so we're on a party boat guys and you're like no no not again go fuck yourself yeah that at least didn't happen if I was the director of Scream 6 I might have had just a small like oh we're going on this cruise everybody you I would have had them like run towards the marina and miss yeah. the boat yes yeah. just missed it oh damn it that would have yeah genius yeah, yeah. That, yeah. something yeah, just, no, just for, another nod yeah. It passes for me too. I, I I really enjoyed the the kills. I think is what did it for me is that they did not hold back on the kills. No. They were brutal oh. from the first kill to the last kill. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, skis. I I love the pacing of this film. I think again, I think they took notes from the fifth one and they just add chases. The chases <laughs> made the movie. And everybody who is talking about this is a really long scream movie. I mean, yeah, all scream movies are long. They're all right around the two hour mark. Um, this did not feel like two hours for me. You know, I felt really oh, tense almost the to, whole movie. Compared yeah. to five, definitely. Because I remember mm-hmm. low down and me watching five and going, when are they going to kill some people? Because there's a lot of dialogue here. Yeah, we were this like, where one, the fuck is what am I watching? 10 minutes, kill. We're watching a screen 10 movie. minutes, kill. 10 minutes, fucking with you, kill. Like, it's because they've already set out. up these characters. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. we already know these characters. They don't need to give us any more real backstory. They're killing off all the new ones anyways. Mm-hmm. So And they're following they... the rules of the sequel. But I actually really. cared. Well, I actually cared about Annika. Like when she died and she did that whole I don't want to die. Like I actually w- had a moment where I was like, "Oh no." Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "You're definitely going to die." That was one of but the worst oh no. In 5. Oh my god, it was so annoying. The whole like Running around the yard and like, ah, oh, that was so yeah. annoying. At the party, the frat house, that annoyed the shit out of me. It's every watch five, obviously, since. And the, yeah, it still bothered me. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a whole like, helps right there, but it's like, it's like the only, it's like the kill that I love, but also annoys me from Scream One. Where Drew Barrymore's right there, there's her parents, and it's like, throw the ha- phone. Just right? Throw yeah. the right? phone. Something. God damn it. Still to this day, when I rewatch it, that kill pisses me the fuck off. Yep, it bugs me too, obviously. (laughs) It's a little ironic. I love that one, Don't you think? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Oh, all right. That's it. (laughs) On that. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else have any final blah, 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 blahs about this film? No, just overall. Overall. Happy I saw it in the theater. Again, go see it. It's still in theaters. Go see it in theaters. It is definitely worth seeing in theaters. I, I can't stress that enough. Because we all know we've gone there and gotten some stinkers and we've watched this giant screen that's supposed to be just mesmerizing and amazing and it's like, oh, yeah. No, this is worth seeing in the 100%, theaters. 100%. 100%. And um, so that's it. And until we talk to you again, embrace the madness.
Podcast at GUIPodcast.com.